Thank you for listening to OTR Off The Rip. It is Dijon back at it with another one. Again, I'm in my, I'm in a car, so I'm at work, right? I wanted to, I wanted to knock this one out, because I ain't gonna lie, I feel like I mismanaged time. This one was originally gonna be considered a Freestyle Friday with myself, where I was gonna title it, Adulting is Hard, right? But instead, change the name of it. I just dropped the name when I dropped the name. I'm gonna start with, I'm gonna start with three stories for sure. I may add a fourth one, just, you know, as a bonus. So the first one, there's this woman probably in her early 50s to late 40s, if I'm not mistaken, dope person that I met, personal trains. She now competes in the bodybuilding. She's a power lifter, a mom. In the process of her training somebody and also getting herself ready for a competition, she goes to the doctor, finds out that. She has cancer. She's um, dealing with that. She puts off the surgery to compete, right? And then after she's done competing, she can't necessarily have a surgery right away because her body, due to her competing in bodybuilding, isn't sufficient enough. I think, for lack of better words, that's the one that I'm going to use. But her body's not nutritionally balanced for her to have a surgery. And if you've seen her, you would never know. And just imagine what she's going through on a mental level, trying to be strong enough for somebody else and herself and to put herself through the body from uh, the experience of others and what they've shared to me when it comes to bodybuilding. There's so much mentally you have to deal with because you literally starve your body and it's mind over matter and all state, uh, shapes and states, right? Second story. So uh, another woman that I work with, I think she's in her 50s. She now has experienced something to where her father-in-law gets into a car accident and her husband's family is putting it all on her. Now, from the perception of others, she's the one with the money. And then she comes to work, you know, kind of with his face, but you could tell that it's stressing her because nobody prepares you for this, right? Like the accident was considered an accident. I mean, I think he fell asleep behind the wheel, bam, hits a tree. Now he has to have surgeries, all kind of things. She has her own bits of health issues, plus some other things that she's going through. And she's still working that out. Like I said, the other, her, I forgot what you call them, but her in-laws aren't really helping. They're putting it all on her and her husband, right? Breadwinners. Third story. When remember it, I said that I caught, I got COVID. Well, a few of us, the lady that I just mentioned, she got COVID, and then there's another one, another guy. Well, it was a few of us that really got sick, but the one I bring up, he just had to bury his son, and I can only imagine his son. At first, we thought like we all made the assumption that it was his younger one, but it happened to be his older older one. He still, no matter what, though, he still had to bury a child, and that's something that's hard to do. And, of course, he blames himself. He blames he blames a lot of people right now, right? And he, he began to question himself, and nobody could give you a straight answer on why, right? This is when people like to question religion, faith, and all these different things. The fourth one, because, like I said, this is kind of like the bonus one I'm talking to. As a matter of fact, this was yesterday. I'm not going to put the date out there, but this is yesterday. I'm at, I'm at work. Business owner, father, ultimately real cool dude, humble as shit. 
and we just got to talking because originally, originally, I remember he was at the gym and we used to have this mask mandate. And I remember telling him to pick it up. Like, and we had like maybe like one or two minutes to go. And he was like, really, even though it's about the end, I'm like, yeah, bro, like, I, mean, I don't make the rules. So I walk into his establishment and he was like, you remember me? And I looked and I was kind of like, yeah, like, you know, you look familiar. Like, you remember me telling you about the mask? I was about to explain myself. He said, bro, you really don't have to. It, and, you know, like I said, you understood the situation, man, but ultimately, cool dude. And I bring this up because, like, you never know, like, who's in the gym or who you're around. But he's telling me how, like, in the last, I don't even know, it feel like months. I mean, I lost, like, five to six people. One of them was an acquaintance, but he lost five people. And he has to put all the pressure plus what's going on. So, remember, I said I wanted to title this Adulting is Hard. Because when we were kids, or I can't say all of us, but I know there's some of us out there that... We couldn't wait and we rushed to be adults, right? We rushed to be adults. And remember all those adult situations that made us grow up fast? But notice that none of them prepared us for things like this. Right? Think about what I'm saying, though. Like, take the time to listen. I talked about the daddy issue ones, and I'm glad that I dropped this one. Like I said, I got another one that's tied into everything that I'm talking about, too. And it's some of our parents made adulting look so easy that we wanted to jump into the waters as quick as possible. We thought that we were ready. We'll tell you that college, or college, if you went to college or high school, all the stuff didn't prepare us for it. But a lot of things couldn't prepare us for it. So the first one, you talked to, like, it's, there, I forgot what comedian said this. He was healthy until he died, right? And that's, I tie that into the first lady who's bodybuilding, because if you've seen her, man, she's is in shape like a mother. Like, and we, we often have these conversations about body dysmorphia, which I'll probably talk on another time because that's more of a gym-related conversation that I can relate to life, but I'll leave that one there. And she still has the capacity to help others, technically in her time of need and help. She's not taking the time to be... Like a woe is me. She doesn't have a victim mentality, but she also isn't trying to um ultimately like take the time out that she probably needs to heal. Like, and I don't know if she's using it as a distraction. And I don't know if this audio is gonna work. It say that it's still recording me. Hopefully it is. But uh like the USB thing is tripping, so if I have to record this, I may have to record this over. I wanna bring her up because on the outside, she has this tough, the tough guys going on. But on the inside, like, I'm glad that she shared this with me because in times of vulnerability, this is what's going to make or break relationships. So all I could do is be understanding. And the second one, again, nobody, when we say in sickness and health through marriage, nobody could prepare you for this. And this is why I say that love is an action verb, because this is really what's going to test the times. She's sitting there having to deal with her in-laws. Her in-laws are not helping her. What people don't know is that she was on welfare. We, She opened up to me again. I'm always grateful for those who share something with me. And I got a point to this. But nobody knows her grind. She was a single parent. She wouldn't end up going to school later, but she's done the whole thing. She told me how, you know, she had white folks looking at her funny because she was a white woman doing these things. And I, I forgot what somebody said to her because, like I said, she ended up becoming like a single mom, even though the, the father was alive. Man, she raised him on her own and she did all these different things. So when do you see. The fruits of her labor, or labor, the fruits of her grind, all these different things you would never know. Nobody know the work that she put in. Nobody also knows like the stress that it puts upon her. 
Because again, she has her own health issues. And now she just married into some more. And she doesn't have to do it if you really think about it. She doesn't. Look at the times that we're leaving in. Like, you don't have to do none of the stuff that we have to do. Got a point to that coming up later too. My man who lost his child. Whether you have kids or you don't, who could prepare you for that? I met somebody. Matter of fact, I'm related to somebody who lost. I don't want to speak on a relationship. And the reason why I'm keeping everybody anonymous is because this is my podcast. I don't know if the people that I'm speaking on want to share their experience. So that's why I kind of keep them anonymous. Is because until they like their pain is their pain. All I get is it from second hand, and then I try to turn that pain from what I'm receiving into something beautiful for y'all. So I've seen people who've lost a parent, grandparent that raised them and still haven't healed from it. My man's who had COVID, which I don't think that nobody should blame anybody for because we don't really have a good understanding of it. Man, if you live in Texas, Texas, and I think Florida and some of these other. It's really like it doesn't exist. So you could catch it from a million places. And then they say that you could walk around with it. All these different things. But I digress, I guess, right? He loses a child. And all he could do is go backwards. Like, and he watched his child fight. It doesn't matter how old his child was when he passes. You will never be prepared for that. From a person who has a I remember me and my mom talking about this, and I told her straight up, I'd rather go before you. Because I remember she was like, I hope that I, I hope to, to not see, like, I hope to live long enough to see you grow, but I will, you know, I, I, I want to go before you. And I was like, no, nah, I'd rather go before you. And I'm telling her, so I think, I think we had this conversation in high school because my niece had cancer and she's going through it. So, you know, when you see somebody die, you question your own mortality. Now I really could understand why. Because we're going to go back to those baby pictures. Like, I look at my little mamas on a daily basis, right? And I got her old pictures and instantly the memories. And then when, even when I look at her now, like, all I could do is just sit there and be like, when I look at her, just be like, damn, I love this little girl. Like, and I try to keep that in mind as I'm talking to her because, you know, she can hit me with a sad face. It is not to get out of it because she knows she's in trouble. Like, and I still have to be stern with her, but I just keep thinking like, and it made me, and I'm not going to lie, I'm listening to his death, and I'm damn near feeling selfish, or I'm sitting there going like, man, I'm tripping, right? Because mine is still alive. Let me live like it, right? Because you never know. The other situation, he's losing people, but he's also gaining different things because he's, like I said, he's a business owner. This is a young black man. We're probably around the same age. I can't, it doesn't matter who's older. I think we're both, we're both, if I'm not mistaken, in our 30s, right? And he came up, you know what I'm saying, through the streets. I think, you know what I'm saying, like real dude, St. Louis cat, you know what I mean? But he's doing his shit. In the midst of it, and this is where, like, this is what I'm getting from all of this. So let's start with him, because he was the last one. He keeps making these different milestones in life. So as he comes through these milestones in life, life is like I said, it's gonna shape him. It's gonna it's gonna throw something at him to see if he's able to handle it. Because he was talking, he's like, man, I got this on my mind. He was like, I just kept having these questions about purpose or thinking about purpose. He said that he feels like his purpose is helping people make mental shifts or deal with their emotions. Right? It's not to change them or anything like that. It's helped them 
come to their own conclusions or to their own maturity, however you want to put it. Those aren't his words. That's like, I'm, I, for lack of better words and like, just remember exactly how he said it, that's what I'm going to come up with. And I sat there, I said, you know, like, sometimes when I give advice, I'll be like, you know, I got to ask a question, like, can I put my own two cents in? Because some people don't want you to do that, right? Which is the point of why I got all this. Um, so when he said, yeah, I said, bro, ultimately, what are you doing? I said, I said, break down your purpose simpler. He like, huh? Break down your purpose simpler. What are you doing? He looked at me. I said, bro, you're teaching. Your purpose, you're a teacher. He said, I'm a teacher. He's like, I ain't really thinking about it. Like, what you mean? I said, bro, you know, like this whole virtual reality, that's why I support those who teach off the gram. Some of them, like I, I buy some courses, some of them valuable. So I think they're probably all valuable, but, but uh, depending on where you're at or how you take it, it's on you. Like, I, have, I don't feel like I've been bamboozled or scammed, or scammed yet. Uh, but I said, it doesn't, your classroom happens to be these business settings. But ultimately, you're a teacher. That's your purpose. Go ahead and teach. The things that you're going into life, because you're making these, you're hitting these new milestones, you're having new levels of success. You can't take what you've learned from the past and apply them because there's, he's still like, I know that he has somewhat of, like, not a somewhat, the nigga got a street sense as well. He he doesn't really come off as a street mentality until you start to pay attention to his demeanor and his different things. So because of that, you know, he like I told him, I said, bro, you're hitting new milestones. You're in a new setting. You're in a new place. That means you have to adapt to it newly. So with that being said, life is going <clears> to <throat> shoulder check you or put, like hit you because you can't sit there and tell a nigga straight up like, hey, bro, I will slap the dog shit out you if you keep talking to me like this. No, he has to learn and apply his new, his new mentality, his new habits, his new behaviors, or his old behavior. He has to apply them in a new way. He has to talk about him in a new sense, speak a new language. The other three, and I even had this, I, again, I had to sit there and ask the, the dude who lost his family, and I even asked the one who was fighting through cancer this, can I, like, I don't. It's hard for me to say this because I'm not going through it. And I also don't want you to feel like I'm I'm blowing it over listening. But I said, what if what if you're going through the pain to really help somebody else? What is that the purpose of it? And this is kind of like a, a perspective changer for you. What if you go through the things that you go through in life, not only for you to grow, but for you to help others grow? Just something to think about. For the lady who has, like I said, kind of grew up like the wig, had the hardships of that, climbed her way up the ladder, now that level of success that she probably didn't think was possible, and is going through her things. When we were talking, and she said, and I told her, I was like, nobody sees what it took for you to get to this place. Because life ultimately doesn't care about that. It doesn't. That was the message and the purpose of this conversation, is that, oh, Somebody I was talking to, he said one of his favorite Bible verses comes from Solomon, where he says something to the nature of everything under the sun is vanity. And when I heard that, it clicked. Because no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're doing, life is going to continue to go on. What you choose to put focus on or pay attention to and all that, it's only meaningful as long as you give it meaning. And it's only meaningful as long as you're around for the most part. But everything under the sun is vanity. So you might as well live with the purpose of who you think you are. You might as well value everything as it is for right now. And that's the title really under this thing. Vanity under the sun. Because tomorrow you could really be gone. Nobody 
Life doesn't care about your problems. It doesn't. The black man's plight, like I always tell people, no, no disrespect, but no, nobody give a fuck about us crying. But us. So we have to treat it that way. We choose what we care about and how we move and how we act. Just because you haven't seen it doesn't mean that it's not possible. But you got to keep fighting for yourself. You got to keep having a reason for yourself. Them dark days and whatever, like I've said this on multiple episodes, that pressure bust pipes or make diamond diamonds. And most of the people around me, I feel like I see diamonds. Don't like we question things. We question life. We question religion. We question spirituality. We're not going to get the answers that we seek all the time. And we have to be fine with that. And it is okay. I also want to drop this is that people forget how therapeutic listening can be. When people come to you with problems, take the time to listen because understanding goes so much farther than trying to give somebody an answer to a problem that they may not even want solved. They may have came to you to vent and you might, as long as it's not a victim thing or a bitch fest or I can understand, just take the time to listen because that's just as therapeutic. That's why people go to therapy sometimes too. It's because the people around that person don't listen to them and they just want an unbiased ear. So take the time to listen to your fellow family member, brother, sister, mother, friend, associate, whatever. And if you need somebody to listen to it, sometimes you got to say, hey, take the time. Like, hey, man, I just need you to listen to me because it could be very therapeutic and helpful. And I understand this. Everything under the sun is vanity. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't care. Live with purpose. Live in the moment and make sure that you cherish everything that you have. Like, don't cherish and covet it to where you're, you're afraid to lose it because it's all material. The spiritual is not a matter, so it's going to be in its own shape or form. The body that you're in right now is finite, and you know that. But the spirit is infinite as long as you make a lasting impression on people. So live like that. Thank you for listening to OTR Off the Rip. Like, follow, subscribe.